Coping with Structural Change How a Regional Health Authority is Helping Local Public Health Managers Take on New Responsibilities You're listening to Longwoods Radio, your healthcare source for ideas, new policies, and best practices. Canada's healthcare workplace is changing, and employees need new skills to assume fresh responsibilities. Nowhere is this more evident than in Quebec, where community health centers, residential and long-term care centers, hospitals, and related institutions have come together into full-service local health and social services centers. It's a population-centered approach to service delivery, and it requires employees to have competencies in new areas from socio-demographic analysis to partnership development. For public health managers in particular, the new structure brings both opportunities and challenges. On one hand, we're excited about the population-centered approach, which is the orientation of public health, says Jocelyn Sauvé, Director of Public Health at the Monterrey Health and Social Services Agency and a fellow at the Canadian Health Services Research Foundation's Executive Training for Research Application, or EXTRA. On on the other hand, Dr. Sauvé worries about a loss of visibility for public health on decision-makers' radar. Before the amalgamation, public health accounted for 20% or more of the budget of most centers, says Dr. Sauvé. Now it accounts for less than 5% of the combined budget of if a hospital is part of the new organization, and less than 10% if there's no hospital involved. The amalgamated structure has also meant greater responsibilities for the center's newly appointed public health managers. Their role is to carve out a niche for public health and at the same time integrate it with the other services making up each center's service continuum. They are responsible for managing the local public health action plan and serve as a resource persons for their centers in regard to the population-centered approach. The goal of Dr. Sauvé's extra project was to help public health managers deal with these additional responsibilities by building their skills in areas that would help them navigate the new organizational context. Her focus on skills and competencies was a result of an initial literature review on how public health services fared when restructuring amalgamated them under the same governance structure as treatment services. Some studies have found that when preventative services compete with treatment services in the same organizational structure, the treatment side wins, says Dr. Sauvé. However, Other research has found that the governance structures are less important than the qualities and skills of the public health managers involved. The first step was to identify the key competencies required by local public health managers. A literature review came up with many technical, professional skills and behavioral competencies, and a group of public health managers assembled and prioritized a list of 32. These were further validated and cross-referenced against such factors as the relative importance of each skill to meeting managers' responsibilities. The result was a ranked list of 14 skills and competencies. Meanwhile, another stream of research in Dr. Sauvé's literature review focused on how best to transfer knowledge and develop priority competencies. This research informed the development of a learning plan tailored to the needs of the managers and organizations involved. We pulled a number of things together, says Dr. Sauvé, including the varied professional backgrounds of the managers, 
the available opportunities and advice from the literature on which learning approaches, such as seminars or face-to-face -face interaction, favored the acquisition of which skills. A collective learning exercise was then launched, focusing on four competencies, effective public health interventions, population-centered approaches and responsibilities, population health and well-being surveillance, and strategic influence. Positive movement was recorded in all of these areas, and significant changes were noted in a number of them. For example, participants rated their skills significantly higher after the learning exercise in all four target competencies. In addition, they felt significantly better equipped to fulfill two of their specific responsibilities. The approach is now being used at the provincial level. Although we have some areas to work on, we are pleased that the results have been so positive, says Dr. Sauvet. I think it comes down to the time we took to find and consider the evidence from the literature and use it in a rigorous way to develop with managers and their organizations a learning approach and focus that met their needs. You'll find more information on this at chsrf.ca. This has been Longwoods Radio. Thanks for listening.